0: Up out there, crew. It is uh Thursday. Time to talk nerdy. Uh we're going to uh yeah kick off this episode, I believe, number 140. Check the title for it, but uh of uh the studio, Clover Tech Podcast studio, at uh, March 18th of 2021. Uh while folks jump into the live stream here tonight. Uh, if you're out there in replay, welcome. Remember that uh, you can always comment down below wherever you might be watching or listening. Also, want to uh, talk a little bit about things coming up. We've got Clover Tech podcast uh, tomorrow, Friday. The what is that, March nineteenth? At I want to say, I want to say three Eastern. I want to say. With Walt Anderson, that should be a good conversation. Uh, And then next Wednesday, all of this is scheduled and and up on the channel now, so you can go set those reminders. But next Wednesday, we'll have Diana Muller be talking with her on the CloverTech podcast as well. Just finished up the last product, booth, bay, whatever you want to call it, uh, video for the 2021 Shooting Sports Showcase right now. Uh, All YouTube channel members and Patreon patrons have access to that uh, as well as everything else that's in the queue. But uh, yes, there's probably five of those left to be released. I know you guys are getting, probably getting sick of the 2021 shooting sports showcase. So uh, my goal starting tomorrow, thankfully is to move on to uh, is to move on to some, some other content. I've got that heritage barkeep. Uh, that came in a little while ago. I got to do some work with that. I've got a shot timer from, uh, what is it, Range Tech. I have uh, potentially an air pistol. I've got a flashlight. I've got several things that I've got to get to to work on, get busy on. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to talk tonight about uh, frustrations of or creator as a creator and you know how we can sidestep those how we can deal with those um it happens to the best of it it happens to everyone Uh, and over this last week or so uh, i've had some frustrations set in and i've had some people message email call text uh you name it expressing frustrations over various different things right um And so kind of had to help talk them back and talk them down and and, uh, all of that. So we're going to talk about the various aspects that we run into because, you know, we want people out there to turn on their microphones, turn on their cameras, get their voice out there, value that voice. And, you know, sadly frustrations are going to uh, be part of the game anytime you're doing this a, a myriad of frustrations one of them which flying wrench people see this as a frustration and, and just because flying wrench out there threw it in the chat earlier it's the only reason i'm going to mention he says how do people how do four people come in and give thumbs down before the live stream ever starts uh and i'll say People get frustrated over that and they absolutely shouldn't. That's engagement. Thank you to those people that felt that took time out of their day to come over and and actually engage by clicking something on the video. Um, Haters are going to hate, hate, hate. It's what Taylor Swift once said. Uh, And then on top of that, uh, Believe it or not, for this chat, we've got some people out there that are they see themselves as more 3% or 2A than me or whatever it might be. And because we don't talk about guns here and we don't talk about legislation here, we talk about the art of a creator and how we can utilize certain skills and platforms and everything else to maybe bring awareness to those things, right, which without this method of communication and doing this, what good does it do to be 187% pro 2 a, right? If you can't get your message out there. Uh, so I don't get it, but a lot of people thumbs down this particular show because, uh, I don't know. This just not their cup of tea and that's fine. That's great because, uh, I'm not doing it for those folks and doing it for the folks that do want to get their message out there. And, um, whatever that message might be, quite honestly. We talk, panel is made up, of course, on this show with uh, uh, predominantly, quote-unquote, gun tubers, but uh, a lot of the things that we talk about, and especially frustrations uh, tonight, uh, translate across the entire creator sphere. So with that, I think I've I've probably vamped enough, uh, and we've got the live chat out there that's that's bouncing and and fairly filled up now, so that's a good thing. Remember, if you're in replay, comments below, uh, jump into the conversation. Ask questions. Whatever If you're out there in the live chat, you got those uh, uh, dirty questions, tech-related questions, things about being a creator, whatever it might be. Um, and you know, you've got questions about you know how to deal with certain frustrations and, and things like that. We'll definitely put them out there in the chat. Uh, we'll run them through the panel. Speaking of the panel tonight, uh, just joined us, fresh into the chat. Here is. Uh, Mike, Mister Budget, Guns and Gear Reviews. How are you, bro?
1: Good, man. How are you doing tonight?
0: I am well. I am Thank you for well. The uh, you bet. You bet. Uh, we've got Papa in the house, Mister Forty Five, Alpha, Charlie, Papa. How are you?
2: I am doing great. I took a couple weeks off, and uh, I'm refreshed, recharged. So nice. nice.
0: And uh, Rogue is with us, the Rogue Banshee. How's it going?
3: You know, I'm just happy that you have this thing every Thursday night. So I, am just not a lonely content creator all by myself.
0: Well, you know, I say every night, right? Um, we had, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, we'll start out on a, start out a bit of rant. Probably should have done that in the preamble or the, or the monologue there. But, but since you bring it up, um, something that I want to discuss real quick. And that is, uh, I think ghost and I, which he's, uh, he's enjoying life tonight. Let's just put it that way. Um, that's why he's not with us. And he normally is, but, um, him and I was having a conversation the other day and, and everybody else, I've stayed plugged into the creator sphere and, and all of the things pretty heavily follow a lot of channels and people like Sean Cannell and video creators and, um, uh, Daryl Eaves and Brian G. Johnson, well, once upon a time and um, creator influencers and Roberto Blake. And I can go on and on and on about these creator helpers. And it's interesting, right? Because I spend all the time researching these platforms, doing these things. We have this show. Um, but because I'm not solely focused on telling you how you can get to a thousand subscribers in a month or how to go from zero to a million subscribers in a year, or how you can get 10,000 views on a video, right. And all these other things that these other people uh, talk about. Um, sometimes people have the perception that these chats and this type of conversation is fruitless and understand when you're watching a lot of these, these bigger quote unquote creator helpers. Um, a lot of them, The reason they're able to build their channel to the size and the influence and everything that they have is not necessarily because they know a lot of tips and tricks and secrets. There's no way anybody can know um, how to dominate in any one particular niche. It's because probably the most searched, most thought out thing, one of the most search and most thought out things out there is how you can make it big on YouTube. (laughs) <laughs> there's millions and millions and millions of people that want to start channels and be the next PewDiePie or whoever it might be. Right. Um, and so when they position themselves in that type of a situation um, and then they want to sell you a course, of course, and you know, they want to do uh, they want you to pay them by the hour for consulting fees and all of that. Um, that's, that's a lot of how they, how they deal with it. So this is, um, this is a lot different this format um because you know i enjoy the creator thing the firearm side of my content i also enjoy but the firearm is where i will get the i will work on the ad revenue i will work on the swag to sell i will work on the patreon i will work on the other things um what I'm interested with this show and you guys on the panel and most of you out there in the live chat know this, I'm interested in helping folks. I'm interested in trying to help them understand how all this works, uh, relay some of the parse through some of the BS information from those big channels, which there's a lot of it. um, And try to get you guys the, the nuggets of gold that are, that are really important and we can work on that. So thanks for bringing that up rogue and allowing me to uh, rant for just a minute. Mike said he wanted to weigh in. Um, budget i should say go for it bro what's up
1: yeah my response to those that say that this show in particular doesn't have value is to tell well i gotta remember this is your show so i can't exactly tell them what i want to tell them
2: <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right
1: everything i know about the technical behind the scenes the backdoor aspect of running my youtube channel of it I've learned watching this show and being on this panel. As a matter of fact, the entire reason I do live streams because I came on this show and liked it back when it was after hours at the later part of the night. So to, to, to say that this show doesn't have value well, you know, I, I, I guess it doesn't have value if you're not interested in being a creator, right? Exactly. If you are interested in being a creator, it's got tons of value, and I just think it's awesome that you got what 15 people watching, and you have 17 pieces of engagement out there. Thank you, haters. That's awesome. Keep giving the thumbs down. It's great. Yeah. Yep. If
0: you, you don't like some... it,
1: if you don't <laughs> like it, watch another video, dude.
0: Yeah. hmm That's what I'm saying. Uh yeah, RTEC out there says watching these helped his channel. He value I appreciate I appreciate all the kind of words. I do. Um let's move let's move off of that because again, I don't do it for the, for the fame or fortune or glory. I just kinda wanted to mention um that you know, it, it's a different thing, it's a different vibe here. I'm not looking to make I'm not, I'm looking to um, to you be I'm looking for you to be successful uh and me to get we kind of taught we've talked before about the selfless deeds type thing i'm looking for you to be successful and me to get enjoyment going you know what i knew that channel they were on they were on the studio show or the after hours when they had 20 subscribers or they were out there in the chat when they had 100 subscribers right and you're a hundred you you've got that silver play button and going you know what i knew those guys i talked with them we worked through problems frustrations which we're going to get to that work through those frustrations and, and everything so a uh, couple of things real quick we're going to uh hit on in the chat flying rich i do not understand what he's asking he said when did youtube start asking sub questions on firearm question? and i have no idea bro what you're talking about you've got a link jump in um, and pose that but i have no clue what you're talking about i don't know what sub questions on firearm question i don't get it um then we've got Wes out there. He says he's not a creator, nor does he care to be. Come on, man. Come on. So he just likes to, uh, he just likes to tech and to learn about how this works. Yeah. From a viewer standpoint, it can certainly be interesting to some people, for sure. Uh, this is kind of like almost like uh, how it was made or behind the scenes, you know, making of the movie or something like that. Uh Southpaw, he says uh, Clover and panel, what motivates y'all to continuously create and release new content? I'm sure it's very kind times consuming with filming, editing, etc. Uh, I wanna save that if that's okay, Southpaw, because that sorta is gonna be of where we're going to get to tonight we're going to work that direction because we're going to talk about frustration and obviously without being able to stay focused and motivated and stuff like that um we're not gonna be able to get through the frustrations but that's sort of where we're we're going with the conversation i think southpaw may have seen my show notes he may have hacked my computer uh i don't know i'll get the uh i'll get the fbi to look into that for sure but let's jump into this um with both feet let's do it and so number one frustration that I think um, people run into are the very first. I shouldn't say the number one. Different creators are going to have different levels of frustration with all the issues we're going to talk about tonight. But the very first frustration I think that people deal with is just getting started. It seems so overwhelming, um, especially if they're watching bigger channels that have, you know, they're not even ran by one person. They're run by a crew of Half a dozen people, ten people. They have editors and they have copywriters and they have all this other stuff, and they're so polished and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and you know, I think there's a frustration with people. They're like, "Man, I want to do this, but man, I'm looking at this, and I'm just frustrated about how the tech works and everything else." And so, with dealing with those frustrations, what are some some tips, advice? Um, that we can give those folks uh, to help them kind of overcome that when they're trying to get started. Uh, Rogue, we'll lead off with you.
3: Well, you know, when I first started my channel, it was, I mean, it was tough. I, I, I absolutely agree. Probably the toughest thing is the first video. It took me four months to release my first video, um, trying to figure out how to film, how to try to figure out how to edit. And all that stuff was just so huge. Um, but it was just sitting there and just kind of figuring it out, uh, watching other YouTube videos, trying to figure out how to edit things. Um, after I released that video, honestly, uh, nothing has been as hard as that first video. So um, once you get past that point, it's, you're just building knowledge at that point. Right, you know the the, the learning curve is really steep at the
0: beginning. Right, uh, Papa, what would you say to those that are frustrated just with simply with getting started?
2: Yeah, getting started can be can be a little frustrating. Getting, you know, turning that camera on, getting rid of those butterflies. Um, I think my biggest uh, issue was editing software uh, when I first started trying to figure out how to edit things together uh, with the software I have and learning that program. But you know, YouTube's a great resource. You can always, if you want to do something on the editing side with the program you're using, you always usually go to YouTube and find a video of somebody showing you how to do it. So, you know, that that helped me quite a bit.
0: Yep, it's a good one. Uh, budget.
1: Sorry about that. I wanted to make sure I unmuted first. Um. So the question was, what's what's the one one of the best the biggest frustrations you have with getting going and how, how do you overcome that? Right. Well, I, I, I'm at risk of being sued by Nike, but just do it. Right. I mean, really, just do it. Get out there. I mean, all of us, maybe not all of us, but I would I would say the vast majority of us have one of these. Honestly speaking, to get started, this is all the camera you need right here. Is this is phone, and you carry it around with you every day. Get out there, get even if you don't have a tripod. You know, wife, kid, brother, friend, whatever. Get them pointing that camera at you, and just do it, man. You can you can do some basic editing on 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 a lot of smartphones, and then you know, dude. If I can learn. How to use PowerDirector Anybody can learn how to use PowerDirector And you can get the free version of it too You don't have to pay, pay for it Don't let The fact that you don't have A DSLR or you don't have a Camcorder or a GoPro Or you don't have an expensive bike Set up and, or Any of that other crap Don't let any of those obstacles Quote unquote dissuade You from it Just get off your butt hit record and let her rip man. If you have something that you want to say, get it out there, man, get your message out there. That's it. Talk, do it.
0: I would, uh, I would tend to agree. You kind of stole mine. Um, yeah, I would say just, just, just jump in, let it fly. And you're going to kind of, you know, you're going to got to get a feel for, for things, right? Um, you just have to do it and don't, don't be concerned. I mean, I see a trend moving more toward a lower production value, quite honestly, um, as far as loyalty of audience. Anyway, um, I see that. So, you know, I think is, is it a, Is, is it justified? Is there, is there justification in being frustrated? Yes, absolutely. Their Frustration is a real emotion. Uh, you know, and we have to recognize that. So I'm not discounting that and saying, well, it's silly for you to be frustrated. It's not. But understand that it's not anything that uh, is not normal. It's not anything you can't you can't overcome uh, or get through. So we got flying rich jumped in. Uh, you want to elaborate on that question, Rich? Okie doke. Uh,
4: yeah, not that I've been a prolific uh, creator this year, um, but I just noticed I uploaded a video uh, yesterday, day before. And when it asks you to self-certify your video, it's, it says, you know, does it contain this? Does it contain that? And then right. does, it contain, does it contain firearms? And then right. it says like A, B and C under that. Is this firearm safely used at a range for hunting? Blah, blah, blah. Correct. And then it goes into more of the uh, royal nun such thing. It's like B and then C. Yeah, right. Um, so how long has that been around? Because I just noticed that.
0: The months and months and months. Guys, help me out if you would. But I would say summer, maybe late summer, early fall of last year.
2: Yeah, probably right yeah, around yeah,
0: August. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I
4: I'm real sure that was the first time I've seen that.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, but, have been you been have you been monetized since then? Oh yeah, I've been monetized for okay. like a year or two now. That's interesting. I don't know why you haven't seen it, unless for some reason you got overlooked and it never did. For whatever reason, propagate to your account, which we all know. We all know there's no such thing as glitches on the YouTube platform, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just doesn't mm-hmm. happen. But um, a possibility that that's what happened. But I don't. Maybe you have overlooked it
4: all this time. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. No, no, because you got to go through that. Uh, well, unless I was. I'm trying to think when was the last firearm content I posted.
0: So that might be the answer. Well, it doesn't matter what content that that applies to everybody that's monetized nowadays. So.
4: Right, but I may not have got clicked into the
0: firearm. Oh, okay. You're talking about you're talking about specifically the firearm section. Yeah, because it said, Uh, Hey, is this okay. That your question makes more sense. No, gotcha. So no, that is that's been around since day one.
4: Really? Yeah, you just overlooked it. (laughs) I I swear it hasn't been there. You just as a
0: complete
1: as a complete aside, you brought up Royal Nunsuch. I absolutely loved his videos, man. Yeah, I I was sad when he stopped creating them because, you know, all the the hoops and whatnot and poof from YouTube about uh, building guns and what his channel was. But yeah, it was great. And yeah, I know he pops on Serbu's channel once in a while.
4: And he was just on Edward, who's the guy out in the desert all the time shooting? Edward
0: Sarkeesian?
4: Yeah, yeah, he was just on his channel.
0: So uh, getting back into the frustration thing, uh, are you going to stick around, Rich, or you got to jump?
4: Uh, no, I'm going to stick around, so le- let me kind of reshape the frustration question, mm-hmm. and I know personally what I'm dealing with, um, like kind of herding the cats in my brain, mm-hmm. and my problem wasn't that I wasn't posting videos to YouTube, because I- I've probably been on YouTube longer than everybody here, but I was posting, you know, like my drive to whatever. I wasn't creating content for youtube and i think how how is it the phrase uh the enemy of you know the good is the perfect just get crap done and figure (laughs) kind of like the just do it but (laughs) set yourself up like hey i just shot content i did the unboxing portion of a review i'm gonna do Let me copy that off my phone because that's what I use to create videos and throw it in a folder that says unboxing of product X. So now I know where the video is and I don't have to go hunting for it and have like a regular process like, okay, I'm making it up Monday shooting day, you know, Monday from five to 6 PM, I'm going to shoot unboxing videos Tuesday. I'm just going to organize the footage and maybe make notes Wednesday. I'm going to edit and you know, Friday is going to be my day I post. Just right. some sort of regular schedule, maybe throw it on your watch or your phone that it beeps. It says, Oh crap, I, I need to be editing videos right now, or I need to set a post or a premiere, or and just get on a regular schedule. And that's my goal. I'm preaching. I haven't taken my own advice yet.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, it's one that hasn't been brought up yet, but absolutely. I mean, scheduling and, and regulating and having a plan. Uh, some people operate better that way. Some don't, uh, but some do. Now, South Park, uh, South Park, South Paul out there. Well, I've got South Park on the brain. I think think I see something about the cough-cough special or something from them earlier, a commercial. But anyway, South Paul, um, he says uh, you can jump in on live chats first to get comfortable talking online, then transition to create just a thought. Um, If you're going to be moving into the live arena, I absolutely 100% suggest getting into some live conversation online i don't know how much live conversation translates to produced there's so much more things to think about with produced whereas with live yes i've got one two three four five six seven eight like nine bullet points here up on the screen um but what i'm gonna say you know images i'm gonna show on the screen music in the background jump cuts i just all kinds of of things. So I want to run that one through the panel and I want to get an idea. My opinion is that the two are different. Somebody can be super successful at live streams and suck at um produced and vice versa, I think, because it's two two totally separate games. Um budget, you that are shaking your head, so we'll go to you. What what do you think uh, the relationship is, if any?
1: They're way different. Way different. Or at least for me with the way I approach it it's completely different. My produce content, believe it or not, most of it isn't planned as far as what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got a pretty good idea what I'm going to be talking about, what we're going to be discussing and how I want to steer the conversation when I do a live show. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I think the one thing that was useful to me was getting used to talking to an audience um, helped with getting over the nervousness in my produced produced stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I I think that that helped. So that, that was transferable, but the rest of it, as far as the way the behind the scenes, the production of it, the, the, the nuts and bolts that make it go Mm
0: -hmm.
1: totally different in my humble opinion. I could be wrong. Like I say, just fat loud mouth with camera and a microphone. So,
0: right. Uh, Rich, got to going to break that one over to you. Um, live stream versus produced, is there any commonalities between the two, one helping the other necessarily? Okay, so uh, I'm going to hit you with a couple of points here.
4: Uh, one, I've, when I talk in public, and I'm not saying I'm this great person running around speaking in public, but I do occasionally speak in public, and I usually just do bullet points. I never have a speech written. Mm -hmm. And it kind of reminds me what uh, Ronald Reagan used to do. Before he gave a speech, he would have like just a phrase or a bullet point written on index cards, on three by five cards. And before he went out on stage, he would shuffle the cards. So he was just as surprised as everybody else about what the next topic was, where he was going to go. And if you're interested, and I, I've been trying to analytically watch other YouTubers, if you're actually interested in what you're saying, other people are going to be interested in what you're saying. All right. And so that's kind of like the happiness part of it. Like if you, uh, I watch car videos, so like the Stradman and car videos. He's always over the top happy. And if you're over the top happy and I, or let, let me just put it this way. One of the things I've learned in life is you need to do you now, maybe you amp up part of the, you, but you can't be a phony you because people will smell that a mile away. Right. Um, the other thing I've, I do very few produced videos. I have done maybe less than a handful. And realistically, because of what I said, either if I'm doing a live stream, it's completely ad hoc live. I have no idea what's going to happen next. Right. If I do a produced video, a recorded video, let me, let me kind of separate that like a pre-recorded that's going to be edited. Again, I don't have a script. I'm winging it as I go through it. So it's almost like a live stream, but I just throw a little edit here and maybe adjust something and throw, you know, a trailer and a starting intro on it. And that's it. Right. Um, I've done a couple of produced videos actually with um, my partner in crime shooting gallery, New England. Like we did the Brannells Santa video. Uh, and that, that was a highly scripted and produced video. It didn't get a whole lot of play. I had a lot of fun doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Now defense dad out there says, if you're not used to speaking to crowds, then it be hard to just be yourself. "Quote to quote. Uh, it's really easy to come across as insincere or campy. Um, one thing I'll add before we move on to rogue. Uh, about, you know, live versus produced, is, you know, y'all mentioned again, shameless plug on the on the coverage from the 2021 Shooting Sports Showcase, but I'm going to release those videos publicly. Again, if you're a YouTube channel member or a Patreon patron, you now have access to that entire catalog, but um, as those release, they will, they're not going to release in the order of which I attended or showed up at those booths, whatever, during the day, but I bet you if you pay attention to those, you can almost put them in order from this one happened first thing in the morning to this one was the last one of the day. Uh, by exactly kind of what you're talking about, Rich. Um, uh, just my my energy level, my demeanor, the tone of my voice. The I can tell when I went started editing those out and everything uh, to get them produced. I can tell a, a difference between from one to the other i was like man i just you could tell i'm tired and i'd walked forever and i was hot and you know all of this so uh, yeah 100 percent. rogue uh, bring you in on on live versus produced what's your thoughts
3: uh they're completely different disciplines um you know i do produce videos but for my day job uh i i i go up on stage and i speak to audiences um And even on like this, where we're on a, a, on this show, it's completely different for me because for me being up on stage and used to being on stage, I can see my audience's faces. Mm -hmm. And I know that when something goes sour or, or or people are starting to doze off, I know to change it up. And I can, I can do that on the fly. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's hard to do number one with, with produce video because I have no idea what my audience is doing. And then even on shows like this, I still can't see the audience. So I don't know if they're dozing off, but at least I get to see the chat on the side. And that kind of amuses me too. So it's a completely different discipline.
0: Um, Papa, bring you in to uh, kind of close this one out. And we'll move on on uh, Southpaw's question out there about live and uh, versus the produced end of things.
2: I I do mostly produced. Um, I'm kind of an introvert um so that that's my comfort zone uh i do do this channel uh, on thursday nights Um, i go over gizzard gary do his on sunday every once in a while or saturday sunday mornings um and you know this is something that's helping me get to that point where i i might do start doing some live things but um, for for the most part i i feel my comfort zone is is produced and that's kind of where the lane i usually stay in Mm -hmm.
0: Now, uh, G-Web's out there throwing out uh, a couple things. He said, live is like motorcycles, fast, with consequences, has difficulty. That happens immediately. Offers a real experience to all involved in watching. All gain something. Just produces like taking a bus, lame, scripted, known conclusion for a reason, wasteful, clunky, weak, The nine millimeter of conversation. I don't know that I completely agree with that, but we all know G-Web's out there loves the uh the live stream and there's something about the energy and the interaction for sure uh we're talking more about does South Paul's original question on this was is does doing a live stream prepare you as a creator and i think the answer is kind of depends on what you're going to be doing as a creator where you see yourself going um so the next one i want to tackle here is one that i see all the time across all again across all niches these frustrations aren't real uh and it is the "you are alone" mentality. Um, I see it that you know people are struggling with whatever it might be, and you mentioned the community because we've got a a pretty awesome community even though there's tons and tons and tons of firearm related content channels out there uh that have no clue there's a show like this they have no clue that pretty much everybody on the panel we have each other's phone numbers and email addresses and we talk fairly regular and even people out there in the chat or people listening that are going to comment below later on uh they just don't understand you know they don't they don't know and they're in our niche, our creator sphere, our community. Um, and I get people that, you know, whatever it might be, let's just say it's a makeup channel. And, you know, I say something about the community and they're like, what, I don't understand what you're talking about. And I'm like, then you need to reach out, you know, um, end of the day, we're, we're colleagues. We're all, you know, we all work in the, in the same building in a sense and call that building YouTube or call that building, you know, being a creator or call that, building, whatever it is. Um, and some people are on the top floor in the big offices and in the penthouse and some people are down in the mail room. That's just the way it is. But at the end of the day, uh, we're, we're all part of the, of the grand structure. Um, you know, and my advice to them is, is, you know, if you, if you feel alone or my, don't say my advice, my, my take is if you're feeling alone as a creator, that I think that's a problem you have um, with potentially reaching out more than, or or potentially seeing uh, and finding other like-minded people, rather than you're actually alone and there's nobody else out there. Uh, Papa, will start you. What's your thoughts on that? Are are people really alone?
2: No, they're not. Because I used to think I was I was kind of alone um, until I found your group and, and this group that we're uh, that, that I found and has helped me quite a bit. Um, I think where some people get that they feel alone is you know I would love to reach out and find other content creators in my, in my area. And mm-hmm. if that's, that's kind of tough to do. I know one other one um, he does uh, thrash metal videos and he's wow. helped me a little bit uh, uh, with some stuff on my channel, but I'd like to find more of those people, you know, in more of a, you know, Close closer to me setting that we can bounce ideas and stuff off of. Uh, um, Roke, what do you, uh, what are your thoughts?
3: You know, I, it's funny that you're talking about this tonight because I looked up earlier, um, like really early this morning. It's been 10 months since I first started showing up to these things. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, I felt so alone starting my channel, I felt kind of. Not really a failure, but I'm like, I, I just don't get this stuff. And then, you know, really, the two of us started talking on other forums. All right. And then it, I was so nervous coming on this show 10 months ago. It was something completely new.
0: If you only it's, knew how Keystone Cop, it really was. Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: And, and, you know, I came out of that night. Um, you know, I, I I knew Ghost after that night. Um, I knew uh, Crump. After that night, because it was you and me, Ghost and Crump that night, and uh, you have no idea just being on the show. And then, I mean, you remember that night in the after after
0: talk. I was so quiet because I had no idea what was going on. (laughs) Right. I'm
3: just a lot of people.
0: Yeah, a lot of people get intimidated, especially you know that kind of come in new. Uh, some people take to it like, you know, like a duck to water. But yeah, the, the after chats can get intimidating because it is totally unfiltered. Uh, yeah. We go down a lot of crazy rabbit holes. There's a lot of things that, uh, you know, call it creator gossip or whatever it might be. Things yeah. that I don't like. I'm not, uh, what is it, gun gossip Johnny or whatever. So I don't <laughs> like talking about that on these shows. But yeah, there's a lot that goes on for sure.
3: But I'll tell you, you know, 10 months later. I know I'm a completely different um, content creator because I know I have a support group. Um, I mean, what, two weeks ago, I was mad at YouTube about something. I remember sending you just a rant email. And then, but a couple hours later, we were talking on the phone for a little while. And I'm like, All right, I'm over it. I'm just I'm done. It's OK. Um, I got it out of my system. But it's just so nice that y- you got to build that support group. Mm-hmm. And what? have someone to talk to because it, it you're going to have bad days. It's just I'm sorry, it's just going to happen. And when you have those bad days, and you have someone else that you can talk to, or even if you have a question, someone you can ask a question to,
0: it's it's so much easier being a content creator. Yeah, uh, Patriot out there, he says he finally got the best comment ever on his channel the other day. Uh, and he says, "Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about that here in a minute too." But he says, "Uh, quote camera work or lack of camera work is ridiculously pitiful." And so, if you follow Patriot, if you know Patriot, you know why that's a hilarious uh comment for him to get. It's like how inept and uh, not paying attention do you have to be to leave that comment on his channel? Seriously, uh, <laughs> Rich, gonna bring you in on the uh the whole you are not alone whatever thing.
4: Hmm. I'm trying to think,
0: um,
4: you know, I, I I think I kind of dove in quick on the gun community. Um, I got to think of when I first posted my first gun video and uh, Hank was Hank strange was like the first, uh, YouTuber I met And from there, you know, it opened up a whole lot of doors as far as, you know, people, uh, that I could talk with and, you know, discuss YouTube type stuff. Right. So uh, I, I think it kind of happened real fast for me. Right. Uh, uh, there, there wasn't a whole slow ramp up. But as far as local, I, um, let's see. There, there's one guy, he was in Miami that I know, and now he's up in Orlando. I, I don't think there's anybody in my neighborhood uh, right. that, that does, you know, like 20, 30 miles away from me. Uh, that does YouTube. There's, uh, like Palm beach tactical and I see them on Instagram. I don't know if they have a YouTube channel and, and I've never actually talked to them. I left them messages
0: and they've never reached out to me. Right. Well, and, and there's, there's something to be said about, you know, are you kind of plugged in watching YouTube stuff? Maybe you've made events like NRA, or maybe you've done other things or have you been plugged into the community at large, right? The firearm community at large. Um, as opposed to the people that haven't prior to being a creator. So um, if the that previous statement applies to you, um, then in a way you're already aware that a community exists. So when you come into the creator side of things, you're aware of that and so you're more you're easier it's easier for you to recognize that and sort of get involved with that community, I think anyway. Um, budget gonna bring you in. Uh, you are alone, yes or no. At first,
1: yeah, you are alone until you realize you can reach out to somebody. Right. Um, I mean, that's how it was for me. I I was, you know, I was there on my own, doing my own little thing in my own little world. And then I found gun channels and started watching all the creators on gun channels and then reached out. Matter of fact, I think I found you on a Facebook group or something and uh, reached out and, and, you know, it was all downhill from there. Right.
0: Got me, bro. I don't remember.
1: Now, I'm pretty sure it was a face it was a YouTube creator Facebook group, as a matter of fact. I finally decided right. to become part of that community and then that's kind of led to everything else. Right and you know, I I think that's just the the hurdle there is the realization that yeah, you start off by yourself, but you do not have to continue that way. All it takes extending that hand you know trying to contact somebody and you might you might run into some debaggery depending upon who you reach out to sure.
2: um
1: there you know there may be a a, a big channel that uh takes <coughs> kids and uh doesn't want to talk to anybody but uh you know what there may be other people that you would never think would talk to you who will right so you know don't don't Stop. I mean, case in point, you know, whether you love him, whether you hate him, Rob Pincus, you know, he's been a two-a in the two-a community and and the the gun community and, and the training community for years, been on TV, written books and whatnot. And when I met him was because I walked up to him at the NRA meeting and introduced myself and just like, hey, love your stuff. I'm Mike from this, and he knew who I was. So you know don't uh don't discount yourself reach out there extend the 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 olive branch to somebody and and you never know who's going to take hold of it right. and you'll never know where that'll lead as far as your support groups and 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 the friendships you'll make you know when i i hadn't met any of these guys in person until i went to the NRA show at indianapolis and when i finally met these guys it was like yeah big deal because I you know they're they're my friends I just hadn't met them yet and that was great so you know reach out man
0: All right so uh moving on the next one is something I think I think everybody faces it can be a real frustration um and I know that I have it I haven't put together this show you know we kind of talked about the history of this show the purpose and, and everything else earlier, and. You know, there's only so many times we can discuss a certain thing. And I don't like rehashing things over and over and over and over again. There's a reason these are in replay in the podcast world and YouTube replay, whatever. Uh, you know, go to the channel, filter, do whatever you have to do, search for the topic on one of these shows that you, you know, uh, that you're interested in and maybe want to try to pick up a few tips on. Uh, and go from there, but you know, I see people that again, we get back into this. Uh, they just do the same thing over and, over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And if it's a series, that's fine because again, shameless plug. The you know, the, the last three or four videos, with the exception of YouTube Shorts and live streams, And the next three or four videos, again, with the exception of YouTube Shorts and live streams, are going to be from the event uh, that I went to last week. Uh, But thankfully it's it's they're sort of the same, done in the same format and all that kind of stuff. Thankfully it's different companies and different products. Um, but that is a series, and I'm not really getting to to talking, speaking to a series, but I think people can get into a rut. And I guess it plays into kind of what I've got on my bullet point next is writer's block. Um you know, how do we keep from how do we how are we able to keep a a pace? And be able to constantly have something that we want to talk about, need to talk about, think we can offer a value in as far as content uh, and not spend days and days and days thinking about uh, thinking about stuff. Uh, budget, we'll lead off with you.
1: I'm sorry. I was typing with uh, in the interior chat. What were you saying? My ah, were you? Party foul. Party foul.
0: Yeah. Uh, just dealing with writer's block. You know, uh, more uh, or less, so to speak. Uh, it's like you know, what do you make? What what am I going to make content on next? Right, and not falling into that trap of doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, that's that's not again. That's not a series that you put together. That's totally yeah.
2: different.
1: Yeah. Oh man, that I have. You would ask me that one because I struggle with that. I think if there's the greatest frustration, it's this. It's, right forcing myself to make the time to go out and shoot a damn video um because i I get a i get a product that i want to review or i get a topic i want to make a video on a produce content um i'm not talking about live because live i'll just get out there and you know do it whatever right i'm talking produce content because i get to thinking about man this is a lot of freaking work i'm gonna have to do here right i mean those of us who've done produce content videos we all know exactly what i'm talking about you know you got you got to get everything packed up and everything ready that you need to take to the range or whatever shooting location with you if you're not going to do a gun thing but you got to get all your camera equipment done you got to make sure all your memory cards are clear you got to make sure all your batteries are charged You know, all the lenses that you need are with you. You have to make sure your tripods are there. You have all the pieces, parts that you might need to get just that perfect shot. Then you have to load all that shit up, go on out to the the location, unload it, set it up, and then do take after take after take because you are not going to just go run through it and get it perfect the first time. If you are, you know, speak for yourself. Yeah, because I sure as hell ain't going to do it
0: for height. And it to uh, be
1: perfect when, when I do it. So it's just right. forcing myself to to, you know, aside from my earlier advice to just do it, mm-hmm. at this point, it's forcing myself to just get all that crap out and do it. So lately, honestly, I've been taking the phone back out and not butzing with all that extraneous stuff and mm-hmm. just getting back to me, the phone and what i'm talking about
0: yeah just simplify it yeah uh, although
1: i do like all the other cameras and stuff because you could right you, you can do some different things with that no, but
0: yeah totally.
2: but
1: I, I i'm just i'm trying to get myself back into the just get your ass out there and do it dude
0: right uh papa gonna throw it over to you uh it's what i'm calling writer's block call it creator block call it whatever um uh, you struggle with
2: that? How do you oh, deal with that? Yeah, I, I do struggle with that. Sometimes I, I may put a project aside, go on to something else, try to try to do something else. Um, this last weekend I went down to go see the old gunsmith, my dad down, and you know, just for kind of recharge. Uh, I always have fun when I go down there. He's always got some interesting things that, that really get my juices flowing, um, you know, creative juices flowing. You know, I've been going out and shooting, I've got stuff in the can. I just need to sit down and uh, edit right now. And sometimes I I get all that B-roll and all that stuff I need. And I look, I said, well, there's three or four hours editing here. When do I have that time? Right. But you just got to sit down and and force your way through it.
0: Right. Uh, Rich, how do you handle that? Or
4: have you had to? Oh, I'm going to kind of flip the question and say I go through surges. And Mm -hmm. so I'll, for like a week or two, have, like go through a surge of 3d printing and I'll have my 3d printer running 24 seven. In fact, I bought a third 3d printer. I haven't assembled yet, but, uh, yeah. So I go through these lull periods and I, I posted in the chat. It's a URL called answerthepublic.com, And I stole this from, um, one of those get rich quick on YouTube, uh, videos. Uh, it was like 45 minutes long, and that was in the first few minutes, so that's all I could stand. But it's kind of cool, and I just dropped in um, a question. I just put the topic of Glock in, and mm-hmm. so it has primary questions on what people will ask. So the, it'll do how, can, are, when, which, who, will, where, why. And so one of the questions is like on how, how Glock pistol works, uh, will will Glock ever make a rifle, where where Glocks are made. So if you're, you're maybe, say, thinking of something like 357 or shotguns or something, you can throw it in there and it gives you about 50 results. So it might kind of get that creative juices going. I, I am one of these temperamental artistic persons. Believe not that I'm artistic, uh, but my creativity has to be when I'm ready for it. It can't be forced. Right. Uh, Rogue.
3: You know, at first I had such a hard time figuring things out. I, I started off with a gun I knew and I knew really well, and then after I did that, three months later, when I released another video. Um, it was another thing I knew really well and I, I was staying with things that I knew really well. Um, and then even some content that I put out was, I don't know what to do and I'm just looking around the studio and I just saw something like hanging on my pegboard. Oh crap. I'm just going to do a video on that. Right. Um, so I just kind of look around at what I have for, for that. Um, you know, to when I just have that writer's block, there's something around me that I could to, do a video on. Is it going to be the greatest video in the world? No, but it might get me out of my funk to go do something else. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and that's, that's pretty much how I do it. Right. Uh, yeah. Sort of like a palate cleanser. Um, yeah, exactly. So I want to throw something in here. You know, when we talk about this, you know, it's something that, that I too, like many have struggled with. I, I, um, I learned to keep uh, old school, right? Keep a little spiral notebook type thing. And anytime I had an idea, oh, this might be cool, you know, jot something down in it. Um, and slowly but surely, that was a list and uh, list, lists frustrate me. It's a whole other subject because then you start looking at the list and you got more things on your list than uh, you do, cro- you know, things that aren't crossed out than, than are, yeah. That's that's the right way to put that, um, and so that could be a, a whole different frustration. But I will say this: uh, as you get out there more, um, as you start meeting with companies and meeting with other people and whatever, whether it's having a guest on the podcast or whether it's working with a certain product, um, you start expanding your your network connections, which also expands your experience. Not not saying that makes you a pro at any particular product but your experience experienced to know that certain products and ways to utilize certain products in certain ways exist and um so it it does expand your mind a little bit to where um eventually um you have the exact opposite a lot of times of writer's block you will be overwhelmed because you have so many different things that you can do. Uh, rider's block is the least, absolutely least of your current concerns. You, you'll almost wish that you could suffer from rider's block for a day or two. Um, and, you know, when that happens to me, I'll unplug. Um, I unplugged last night for uh, at least a, a short period of time. Um, I usually unplug fairly heavily on the, uh, you know, on the weekends. Uh, I try to unplug every now and then, and that's why it's because I've, I've, I've dealt with the frustration of that in a way that's, that's been most effective <laughs> and I suffer from the exact opposite. So, um, next we're going to move on. Uh, and, and it's a shame ghost is not here because this is, I'm going to ghost everybody with this one, but, uh I'm just saying the frustrations of dealing, and we're not talking about dealing, uh, uh, illegal dealing of goods or anything like that. When I say the frustrations of dealing, um, I just mean like dealing with the various peoples and companies and platforms. So um, this is the frustration from dealing with uh, viewers uh, and followers to the frustrations that we get dealing with companies to the frustrations that we have dealing with platforms, which let's face it at the end of the day, it all boils down to dealing with people. Right. And I think that just to, to, to jump into this on, on my part just for a second here, I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of people that produce content and, and go online because they're really introverted. Um, and while that's, yes, that's it's great because it's, it is a creative outlet for those types of people, um, you know, in order to see a channel grow, in order to expand and, and do other things, it's like the, the networking opportunities, the other things that, you know, I spoke about just a second ago. Um, you do got to branch out. You do got to start to deal with people, other people in. Some way, shape, form, or fashion. Again, be it viewers, followers, companies, platforms, whatever. And so some of those frustrations in just dealing with people in those capacities. So how do we, um, how do we mitigate? How do we handle? How do we uh, navigate those frustrations? Uh, Rich, we'll jump off with you on this one.
4: Hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know that I have a problem de- dealing with people. It's, it's not like I get products to review and I got to deal with, you know, somebody giving it to me, um, or requesting it because I just haven't got it and maybe I'm not there. Uh, I, you know, sometimes my, my only dealing with people is maybe people at the range or something. So right. depending on like a snotty RO or something like that, right. uh, that's why, like my favorite range is Ares Armory. Pretty much, I, I can go there, and it's like it's my backyard, for the most right. part. You know, safely my backyard. Uh, so, yeah, the I, I guess the trying to be pleasant all the time, uh, especially if you have a misunderstanding going on, because sometimes it's a misunderstanding both ways, and you got to realize if you treat everybody nice, you're you're probably going to get the same back.
0: Yeah. Well, and I would, I would add on to that before we, we bring budget in, I would add on to that, that it's one thing I hate. Don't get me wrong. I love the engagement out there in the live chat. I love the comments below. Keep doing that. It's wonderful. Uh, DMs, social media posts and comments. It's all, it's all great. I love the, the, what is it? The instant gratification, whatever it might be of, of that type of interaction. But at the end of the day, it's, it sucks compared to a telephone conversation, and it sucks compared to an actual standing in front of somebody, hanging out, talking. Um, so it's not, you know, the, the, the social media text world and all. Um, while it's great in many aspects, uh, it's lacking because of exactly what you said, Rich, the ability to miscommunicate, to misunderstand, Things can get taken out of context or and that can be whether the the person that's reading it's not understanding it properly, or maybe you didn't do a good job of writing that post or whatever in the first place, right? We're not putting the blame on any particular person. We're just saying it's not conducive to to what, great conversations, life changing conversations necessarily. <laughs> But Clover, when I call you, you don't pick up I gotta call you for a week or two before you pick up. Well, you know, I, I, I screen, man. It's it's all important. It's it's just yeah. So uh I, I need you to uh I need you to join the highest Patreon tier I got and then at that point, Rich, I'll I'll start taking your calls, I promise. So I'll make a note of that. Yeah, yeah. Um so break gotta break budget here. Uh yeah, dealing with people, viewers, followers, companies, platforms. Uh, however you want to approach it budget i suck at it
1: I mean I'm believe it or not i am not a real social person i you know i i think that what you said earlier about this media being an outlet for introverts is spot on um i've always been pretty introverted when left to my own devices you know i have i've had to develop sort of an extroverted part of my personality being in the corrections field which is dealing with people um i mean that's really what it is and and i've been doing that for the last two decades and that that's i've developed the the persona of mr kreitzer i kind of put him on as a coat when i walk out the door to go to work and when I come home, I hang him up on a hook and I leave him be until I go back to work. Right, but you know, I, I, I guess kind of it's forced me to develop the budget character, that the budget side of me to deal with people in the chat, the, you know, the subscribers, people that 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 I interact with, commenters, and 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 and. and creators and 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 companies and, and everything and and you know for good or ill it, it's forced me to kind of broaden that horizon which is a, really a good actually i think it is a good thing um but i'm not real comfortable doing it and mm-hmm. you know, i i don't know if anyone has ever really been able to tell that but i'm not real comfortable doing it particularly if i don't know somebody face to face i'm like this fine not a problem I've gotten over that hurdle talking, you know, live on live streams and texting in the chats and and, and all that good shit. But I still need to work on the, the in-person dynamic, which is, you know, why I, they're, they're kind of, they were kind of intimidating at first, but I've, I've come to like them. And that's working shows, you know, this past year, having went to zero trade shows, zero professional shows, zero anything, no events whatsoever that kind of sucked. That kind of threw me back. And I I would really like to be able to get out and do some of that stuff to kind of hone that because I think that you make the best connections in person face to face because it puts, it puts a face to that. You're not just a voice on, on the telephone. You're not just a, a, a words on the screen, or if you're really old school on paper, send a snail mail. You know, right. it, it's it's you make the best connections that way. You make the best deals that way. It's face to face, and 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 I need to. Man, I that that's one of the that's one of my frustrations. There is is that that reticence that I have mm-hmm. for doing that. Right. Well, as, it's... you know, as I've said in me of myself, Mike. You know, the not budget, not Mister Kreitzer, just Mike. I I'd rather curl up and read a book and stay in my own little world and say the hell with everybody else. Right. That's just me.
0: Twitstat said, uh that makes sense. He said he's in sales. Feel like he's uh on quote unquote with clients all day. So when he gets home, yeah, he becomes introverted and peopled out, making like videos or being in chats, he says is is different. Um, Absolutely. Papa, gonna kick it over to you. Um uh, frustrations when you're dealing with people, be it companies platforms viewers followers whatever it might be
2: um yeah frustration sometimes with comments but uh, usually I take care of that that's not a not a huge deal um i actually posted something on facebook that le- this last week weekend um took my youngest out to shoot taught, taught him to shoot and i kind of took a candid shot of him and some of the ire i got from about 20 percent of the people in the uh, firearms chats or um, things that i'm in uh, was a little frustrating, but, you know, to each their own. I know what I did. I know everything was safe. It was being held done in a safe manner. But, you know, some people see that and, oh, he's doing this and he shouldn't be doing that. Well, I, I know we're working on that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, other than that, you know, being in sales, um, being a customer service, I usually don't have a problem with when people come up to me. My problem usually is the other way around is going to people. Mm-hmm. Right, rogue,
0: kicking it over to you, bro.
3: You know, for comments on the channel, it's very rare I have a, a a bad one. Eventually, I'll get one, and you know, I can I can just ban them. I don't care. You know, you're you're gone. You're just being an idiot. Um, but overall, uh, my audience is pretty good, and I like engaging with them. Uh, if I'm face to face with you, I've said it before, you're you're kind of in my stadium at that point. Um, that's where I shine. if i'm if I'm having a face-to-face conversation with you, it's awesome. If I'm reaching out to a company, mm, that is the toughest thing for me. Um, I have the hardest time reaching out to to companies and sounding good in an email. Um, you know the the few companies that i've I've dealt with that have given me a chance for their product have come back multiple times with more products because they see what I can do, with the video and and help them out with you know getting the word out about the product mm. um which is great but it's just like you know it's like okay i've got these companies that, that want to work with me how do i get other comment you know other companies to work with me as well
0: uh that's
3: right. that's my tough part doing it through email
0: right um so for me i mean when we're talking about uh Deal with people again, whether it's viewers, followers, companies, platforms, two things come to mind, uh, right off the bat with those frustrations. Um, number one, um, and I think these are life skills. I think these are things that, you know, if you can become skilled with them, at least somewhat, I think you're going to have a little better time navigating life in general. Number one, thick skin. um, Thick skin, water off a of duck's back. You choose the nomenclature, right? Whatever. Um, and I think number two that goes along with that, um, well, along with thick skin, is is not being allergic to the to the word no. I like think that's all part of uh, the thick skin too. And I'll get into some more specifics on that here in just a second. Um, and then the second part of that is. I think people, I think you need to keep an open mind. Um, I think that's two dynamics that there is a a lot of people out there that, you know, uh, there's a lot of arguing that goes on. There's a lot of, of what I would consider less than civil discourse that goes on. Um, and it can all be boiled down to one of those parties doesn't have a thick skin one and or both of those parties don't have a thick skin or one and or both of those parties, uh, are not, are not keeping an open mind about things. Um, and so here's why I say that obviously dealing with the viewers and followers, uh, straight up thick skin, um, You know, you got to realize that. Now, don't get me wrong. If we've got somebody that, and I'm going to name drop out there, G23, the poor conservative, defense dad, Southpaw, uh, G-Webs, right? Uh, R-Tag and Daughters, the guy that comments, Makojo, you know, all of these that are normally in these live chats or in the comments on my channel and stuff like that. Now, if one of those go in there and they, you know, are just, man, they just hammer me a new one. Um, that's a little different because they've been around, they have heard me talk enough, they've seen me enough on video, they've, they've heard me talk privately behind the scenes, they've heard, you know, they, they know more about me, right, than the the passerby, the fleeting viewer. Um, so yeah, okay, that might sting a little bit, a little bit more, uh, that might be harder to brush off, and maybe I need to take what they're saying to heart, because maybe I did do something wrong, or there's something that's legitimately my fault. Or whatever. If it's just a passerby, I call them drive bys most of the time. If it's one of those drive by buttholes out there that doesn't know me, they don't know my background, they don't know my overall attitude, they don't know, you know, the principles and the values that I have, and they know nothing about me, and they just, you know, uh, go off the rails with something, then it's water off a duck's back. I mean, it's, it's, it's lap it off, you know, it's like, fool, you don't know me, you know, get lost. Um, when you're dealing with companies as, as Rogue said, that can be, that can be challenging. Um, the more face to face time you have, I think with companies, the better you can communicate via social media and email and stuff like that. Um, but you know, you have to approach it as a, as a real person. You really do. Um, at least with the companies that I've been able to work with so far. Um, For the most part, they're not interested in somebody coming in and giving them a straight up sales pitch on. And we're going to get to this here in just a minute as another frustration. But straight up sales pitch as far as here is my numbers and my demographics. And I do this on the channel and I'm an expert at this, that and the other. And um, it's more like, hey, how are you doing, man? Uh, Where you all from? Oh, man. Yeah you know I visited there one time got some great barbecue with this so that personal connection right with some of those companies sometimes goes a long way um and then when you're talking about dealing with platforms and i've learned this over the last year and working with uh youtube specifically um quite a few years ago uh had the same situation with facebook uh that has has since gone pretty much completely off the rails but um in all of those relationships and, and dealing with that sort of thing, um, that's where the open mindedness comes into play. Um sometimes people that you're talking with, they don't know what they don't know. And sometimes when you're talking to them, you don't know what you don't know, right? They know things, they have certain experience, they they are seeing things from a certain perspective, and you have to be able to kind of understand that to navigate your way through a conversation a lot of times. So um, that's where the open-mindedness comes into play. I'm not saying that you go into a conversation and and it's, it's something that you disagree with. You've got a problem, you've got frustrations over it. And so you just kowtow and bow down to them. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, But being able to listen and kind of get a feel for, for where they're coming from, that way you can properly uh, have that conversation. uh, I think uh, a lot of times is, is super important. So, um, Let's move to the, the last one here that I've got as far as frustrations. And then we're going to get to what uh, Southpaw, and thank you for that, Southpaw, threw out in the chat very early on, which is like, how do you stay motivated and stay focused at and, you know, and ultimately push through? A, you've got to have that, I think, to push through a lot of these frustrations. Uh, and that's that's where we're going to close. We're going to close on a, on a high note. But the last thing I want to talk about, It's probably the number one thing, and I'm talking about total creator sphere here, everybody, whether you're doing makeup, whether you're doing reaction videos, firearm content, conservative news, liberal news, whatever it might be. The number one thing um, that I see that people seem to get frustrated over the most is frickin' numbers, analytics, my subs, my views, my monetization, my this, my that, blah, 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 blah. and have I been there? I've been there. I've been there. I've probably been there this week. you know. Uh, was I frustrated about something to the point it just overtook my life or that it lasted for days and days and days or even the hours? Um, no, but I have those, right? Even I focus on numbers sometimes a little bit more than I should. And then later on, I realized that it was silly to fixate or focus on that uh, or be frustrated over it. Um, but I think especially, Uh, In the context, since we started out with the frustrations of getting started and being a new creator, I think often uh, the frustrations of, well, I'm not gaining subs real quick or I'm not getting views really fast kind of blind people, right? They can't see the forest for the trees sometimes because they're paying too much attention to that. So when it comes to your analytics, when it comes to uh, those numbers uh, and the frustrations that you have over those Uh, what are some best practices tips for, you know, dealing with that and and trying to help with those frustrations? Uh, rogue, we'll start with you.
3: You know, I, I answered that. I kind of answered that question in the chat beginning. Um, I, I, I have insomnia. Uh, I'll get up. And if, if my mind starts racing, I will get up and start filming video. And it actually calms my, 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 my thought process and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, shooting is my that that's my relaxation like when i get to the range that's my time uh, nobody c- nobody screws with my time when i'm at the range um and i can't always get to the range so i create videos because i'm doing something that i like um and that that calms my mind it calms me down and uh the calmer i am the happier i am you know, so on, so on, so on. So that's kind of how I keep my motivation. Do I get knocked off track? Yeah, I mean, I have been going. Man, I, I don't know. I, I I've been going solid for almost a month with a day off working something in content creation. Um, but the thing is, is that I have such a backlog of videos that are sitting waiting for release that I'm going to get a break soon and I might take two weeks off and just chill. Um, I got a chance to play with some new products that I got to do videos on. I'm going to play more with those products and and I'm going to have some fun. And, you know, after an hour of playing with something, I'm going to be done. I'm going to
0: walk out of the studio and I'm happy. So you jumped the gun. So let's back up because we're not, I wasn't talking about the focus thing just yet. What I was saying okay. was worrying about getting frustrated over your numbers and your analytics. Oh,
3: well, uh, you said we're going to end on a high note. So I just wanted to skip the bad stuff.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, not not <laughs> time yet. We're still being yeah. frustrated right now. For everybody so, out there, uh, we're still frustrated. So, so
3: yeah. analytics, uh, you know, at, when I was a first time creator, that's all I looked at was my subs. You know, everybody's about subs. I got to have subs. Yep. I got to have subs. Yep. Um, and I, I stressed over that. I'm not growing. I don't have subs. I want to get to that thousand so I can monetize. Um, and, you know, after that, I, you know, it's funny you, you're talking about that. Is today I lost a sub, gained a sub, lost a sub. See, I did, that happened like five times today. And I was just like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then suddenly five showed up. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. Um, Yeah. Uh, I'm really interested in the views, you know, um, yes. Do I want to hit the 4,000? I'm close to hitting that. that, That's great. But I want to see that people are watching my videos. They're watching them for longer than 25%. Mm Um, you know, I'm trying to get to that, that 50% and with the new, the new format, it's getting there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, those are the things I'm looking at and I don't stress out about the analytics anymore. Right. I'm more about trying to figure out what my viewers are doing, what they want, and then work on the content for that. Gotcha.
0: Uh, Rich, going to kick it down to you. Uh, You ever have frustrations over analytics and numbers and things like that? And if so, how do you deal with that?
4: Yeah. You know, I, I almost have a very similar story. Uh, wh- when you're new, it's like, Oh my gosh, I got 10 subscribers. Uh, or when you post a new video, it's like, Ooh, you know, more than a hundred people watch this video. Uh, though, those things are kind of exciting. So yeah, when something, when you're new to YouTube, you're, you're crazed about that first thousand and then it took YouTube nine months to monetize me after I hit the thousand and the watch hours. Um, Right now, I, like I'm approaching 3000, I'd love to have 3000. Why? Who the heck knows? Because realistically, subs don't mean a darn thing. It's watch hours. That means something. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like you're driving along and the gas gauge is on E and you just lean your head over and it looks like you got a little more. Right. Um, and, and the other analogy is like weight loss. Don't weigh yourself once, twice a day. Weigh yourself once a week. Uh, if, if you're looking at, I got two subs this morning, I lost two subs in the afternoon, and I got two more subs. First off, the, the YouTube uh, doesn't even know how many subs you have over a four-hour period. Mm-hmm. It, it's more towards like the end of the day or something before they have it figured out. So you'll see, uh, even on different spots on the analytics on YouTube, it'll show different watch hours or different likes or different subs depending on where you're looking on YouTube itself. So I, I don't think it, I would go crazy about that. But the, the other point is w- like comments, interaction, watch views, subs, all, all go to say, hey, I, I appreciate your content. Uh, right. I like what you're doing. And I, I do a couple of tech podcasts. And it used to be we, we did get a lot more interaction with individuals in, in the tech world, and then it seemed to kind of drop off. And it, it's one of those things, I know a lot of people in YouTube do this, but they'll actually ask a question. It's like, hey, tell me what you think's going to happen next, which is kind of lame because by the time you, know, you produce the video, we all know what's going to happen next in the next 10, 20 seconds. But it's like, hey, um, I did a video on how to spot an ammo scammer on the internet. And maybe a question I should have asked is, have you seen an ammo scammer? Why don't you report him here so other people see it? Or what other techniques do you think are valuable? Like, engage the audience to right. reply to you. And I've tried a little bit of that, and I've had good response. Because I, as I've said in uh, just the the. Podcast sphere, it's kind of like yelling into the void because a lot of times you'll do one, five, 10 episodes and you'll get an email or reply from anybody saying, Hey, I really enjoyed that content or that was helpful to me. Uh, so I think part of watching a lot of times is a passive activity. And I think it's up to us to engage the audience and, and pose a question, not a simple question. It's kind of like when they say on a job interview, you don't want to ask yes or no questions. You want to ask questions that e- evoke a longer response,
0: like some a sentence, a couple of sentences. Right. Uh, budget, coming over to you. Numbers, analytics, frustrations? Yes, no? How do you deal with it?
1: Yeah, it can be frustrating. Uh, for me, the pet peeve is when I do a video and I'm all excited about it And I think yeah this one's probably going to do well And it does And it's usually
0: The one you put the most work into Right yeah yeah Because you
1: know you've got like 10 hours into doing this 10 minute video And you're like yeah This is really cool and people are like Eh yeah Yeah. And then the one that you think is going to be like Eh people are like Yeah so it's like I'm yeah. just
0: doing I'm just doing this just to get another video out video out real quick yeah right? Spend very little time on it yeah yeah
1: it's it's it's, <laughs> it's frustrating it's really frustrating you know they're because I've got several videos that I figure would do way better than they did and it's like eh, eh. Right. so I try not to let that get to me I try to remember that it's you know
0: well, also long I'm, game right yeah. Ultimately.
1: What's the long game? You know, it's, I'm not even, I, I don't know. I I want to say that I'm not even really concerned about sub count anymore, but that's kind of a lie because I think that, you know, anybody that's getting into this, whether they admit it or not, they do want to see those numbers go up just, just as kind of a, even for no other reason than as like a personal score. It's like your score, the high score in your game. mmm so we're playing this game called YouTube, and we want to get a high score, you know, just like any game you've ever played. You, you want to get a high score, you want to win the game. So to say right. that you don't really care about the sub count is, is, I think maybe a little bit dishonest with yourself, maybe right, disingenuous. Because sure, I care about it.
0: Um, well, there's right. you know, there's a healthy there's a healthy way, and 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 I'll follow up on that here in a minute. But I mean, there's a healthy way to approach numbers and analytics, and there's yeah. obsessing and frustrating over it.
1: Yeah. And that's what you have to, you know, care about it because it, it, it drives you to be better. Mm-hmm. It drives you to, to try to improve. Right. But don't obsess about it to the point where it drives you the other way, where you're like, Oh, the hell with it. I'm not getting what I want out of it. So I'm not going to do it anymore. Right. It, it's, it's a fine line to tread. You know, you, 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 know, I, I hate to be all Mr. Miyagi on everybody, but you must find a balance. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. No, Absolutely uh papa kick it over to you frustrations over numbers and analytics
2: numbers um i always play the long game on those i mean when i first started and you said oh wow 20 people watched my video uh yeah that was a big deal for me at that time uh and then when i got to the point where i got monetized and then they changed it and then i got demonetized and then i got monetized again and about that time I started looking at them, not necessarily obsessing over them, but thinking, "What can I do to do better to bring more viewers?" And I started watching, um, you know, content creation uh, help um, shows, you know, uh, channels and stuff like that. To what can I do to stick out? What can I do to help boost those numbers? Um, but frustration—I always play the long game. Um, you, you do. Do kind of look at some stuff, like you were saying, you know, you, you put one together and think, you know, this is the perfect time for this one. Um, I, I think this one's going to do really well. Uh, like I had that uh, CZ-40B that I bought that CZ made for Colt and CZ just bought Colt. And I thought, well, that might you know, help pick up those numbers on that video. And it's done about average. But I've got another video out there where, you know, my dad was uh, you know, just showing how to steam uh, dents out of wood. And there's like eighteen thousand views on that one, and I'm telling you, where the heck did that come from?
0: Right. So, for me, one of the one of the analytics, the metrics, the things that has been added fairly fairly recently, I guess, uh, to the YouTube Studio is the whole top ten thing. Uh, last twenty eight day cycle, you know, top whatever, you know, how it performs over the first thirty minutes, the first three hours, the whatever um i've got a real love hate relationship with that uh and it's it's because i lose sight of when that happens i lose sight of i lose sight of the that i'm really playing the long game um and so if that one you know doesn't crack in the top You know, three within the first three hours or something like that. I tend to get frustrated uh, that it's down at number nine, but then sometimes I get up the next morning and it's at four or it's at two, and then sometimes it never does that. But then in a month later, it's, you know, for whatever reason, it's one of my top performing for that 28 day cycle, right? So, um, everything with that is so fluid and it's dependent upon search volume and it's just dependent upon so many different things um what i would say about numbers and analytics is kind of what budget was alluding to and i said earlier there's uh, a healthy way to look at it and, and an obsessive way to look at it and when you get frustrated it really depends on what type of mindset you're in when you're looking at that stuff i get accused of looking at analytics way too much and On the surface and on the face, I do look at analytics entirely too much. However, what's the point of analytics? The analytics is data that's given to us. Now, we can look at those analytics and we can get frustrated that they're low or they're not where that we think they should be. Or we can use that data to find patterns where we make and do better or patterns where certain content does better than others, or patterns where I need to stop saying this in my videos, or patterns, you, you feel you feel what I'm saying? Um, so, there's a reason it's there, and the reason it's there is not just to look at it and either be happy or get frustrated and and move on. It's for those people that really want to dive into it, and we've done... Studio After Hours podcast before talking about the different analytics and what they mean and, um, you know, what you can garner from really deep diving and understanding. So, um, you know, for the frustration over those numbers, I say education is the key. Um, If you're using that in a in a way to help educate yourself, then it lessens the chance that you're going to get frustrated with that. And I really like the analogy that, that Rich gave uh, with the getting on a scale and I'm going to, and I'm going to extrapolate on that a little bit. So, Last year after SHOT Show, it's like, okay, uh, it's time to lose some weight. It's time to get serious. And I drove my wife up the wall, absolutely up the wall, because she is one that's of the mind, kind of like Rich was saying, you do a weekly weigh-in or something like that. I was weighing multiple times a day. Um, But it was also keeping track of exactly what I ate and when I went to bed and all of these other things. And it was interesting to see patterns when I weighed throughout the day, maybe two or three times each day, it was interesting to see patterns develop based on my activity level for the day, based on what time I ate, based on all of these other factors, right? So in the same sense, the same way that I approached the analytics and everything of my channel and, and the things I do on social media, I applied that same approach to the whole weighing in and weight loss thing. Right. And rather than being frustrated over, oh, I didn't I didn't lose any weight today or maybe I gained some weight today. I could go back and say, OK, well, I gained some weight, but I wonder why that was. And so I had more data that I could go on and I could go back and figure that out. Um, and that really helped on my weight loss journey because I had to adjust over the course of, of months. I had to adjust several things with my diet from. Started off with carbs, and then I had to work specifically on sugar, and then it got into calories, and then it got into sleep patterns, and there was all kinds of things. Had I not been weighing um, as frequently as I was, and recording other things as well, again analytics data, then that would have been a uh, uh, that would have been an issue. So let's um, critique. This is out there. Uh, what's up buddy he says oh you're talking subs i thought we were talking subs uh yeah we're we've talked subs we've talked all kinds of different things tonight <laughs> folks get frustrated with uh but with that we're to the positive portion of the uh of the podcast here before we get out of here tonight we're going to talk about uh, some positive things and again thanks to uh, i don't know if he's still out there and hanging on hopefully so but southpaw out there very early on he said hey You know, title of this is, you know, frustrations of a creator. And so how do you stay positive and motivated and be able to work through uh, a lot of the the frustrations, Uh, as he said? And I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, you guys put a lot of time and work into this. And, uh, you know, how do you just how do you keep going? Um, So, yeah, we're going to hit on that real quick and end on that uh, end on that high note now. Rogue jumped the gun earlier So Rogue, I'm going to start off with you on this And you can reiterate what you said And or add anything, so go
3: I'm trying to remember what I said now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? It must, it must've been that great that I forgot what I said. You should have screen uh,
0: captured. You should have screen captured it. And all you had to do is hit the play button, man. I,
3: I know. I, I know. I, I, can I get back to you next week after I watch the replay?
0: <laughs> right.
3: Um, right. No, it's, it's one of those things. It's just, uh, you know, it's just it, it, staying motivated stuff and, um, just working through, working through some stuff. And, you know, I was, uh, guns are my that's my fun time that's my me time and i enjoy my me time and um i if if something stresses me out i just i i'll go work on guns there's been times at work where you know i work from home now uh somebody just totally pisses me off <laughs> when i'm done, when i'm done the call i will start shooting a laser around the uh around the uh, the studio here at targets mm-hmm. um that calms me down and guns just or that that's my happy place so i just don't let things get in, you know in the way of my happy place
0: right uh papa what about you what keeps you focused motivated on task
2: uh it's something i enjoy it's uh you know a, a get away from the normal everyday life uh work and all that other stuff i really enjoy doing it uh and that's what keeps me motivated I never started this to really be big or make money. It's nice that you know I'm monetizing stuff now, but I still approach it as you know something I like to do, something to have fun, something that's kind of a hobby. Um, and if I can grow from that, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich,
0: what about you? What keeps you focused and motivated and free from frustration?
4: Well, what? So I I used to do wedding photography in New York for about 20 years, and I realized one of the things, what I was good at versus what I'm not good at in my YouTube career is following the same path. I wasn't good at being my own studio. I was better at being a photographer at other studios, and I'm doing the same thing on YouTube. I'm a better guest than an individual creator. Because uh, if I have to be a guest, I'm there and it's going. That's like creating live content. But the, the other thing, things I look forward to is, you know, collaboration shoots, meeting up with people. Uh, like Iraq Veteran uh, shoot is coming up and I'm pretty darn excited about that. Uh, you know, just also, you know, just like being able to do things like hang out with you guys right now is is a big reward uh the people i've met in the two-way community is is real exciting the the other thing is that i i i'm both you know a consumer of youtube and a creator i i live vicariously through other people so whether it's i'm watching somebody flying an airplane or i'm watching somebody work on a car you know do automotive type stuff if they can make it fun, and that's more of like what I was saying earlier, we should be able to make it fun for other people, that they can live vicariously through us. And, and I think maybe the videos, you can work on some classifications. How-to videos are like evergreen. They do really well. Things that got one or two views in a week now are like my top items because I guess they got shared around. Uh, the, the other thing is, Maybe we can do videos that help people live vicariously through us. Maybe they, they live in a state where they can't shoot guns. We can show them how much fun we have shooting guns. That, that's what I'm thinking about. All
0: right. So I want to, before, uh, before I bring budget in here, uh, Fred out there, we've got a question. If, if I'm understanding the question right, and thanks for the question, Fred. Uh, Says on analytics, it, and this is, again, this is if I'm thinking right, contact me through uh, email or something like that and i could actually bring up analytics make sure that i'm not not telling you wrong uh but he said how's this video that gets 158 views an hour rank lower than a video that gets 50 views an hour on the views page and so views views over time um how do i put this so if you if you take the time that you've how do I say it? Okay, 158 views an hour divided by let's say 28 days is gonna be different than a hundred and uh that's gonna be a different number, right? Than 50 views divided by that same twenty-eight days. Makes sense by that twenty-eight day cycle, right? Um that's what I was getting at. I was trying to type it out there to the chat and good lord, that's we we get back into this medium and chat not being conducive to being able to explain stuff, but um yeah. You have to kind of understand that's where when analytics, man, it, it gets weird and you kind of have to understand what exactly what you're looking at how it works. Cause it can be super confusing and you can go, what the crap is this? But, um, yeah, the, the publish, the time since published, um, is gonna, is gonna be a, a problem if you've got one that is two weeks or a month older than you know, another one. So it's got that extra, that extra time. Um, and quite simply put, time of the day sometimes can affect that or the day, you know, time of the day and or the day even can affect that a little bit. So, um, yeah, a lot of that as far as views per hour. Um, goodness. The other thing which Rich brought up earlier when we're dealing with that is the way that YouTube is able to record analytics. I would not trust YouTube's by the hour and real time stats for nothing in the world. Um I really wouldn't start looking hard about the analytics on any particular video until it was about a week old. Uh, so I, I would say seventy-two hours at the very least. Um, now, I'm not saying don't pay attention. I mean, you can kind of see that you publish something, and it maybe normally on a video you get. 20 or 30 views in the first hour and that sucker got 300 or something, then it's like, Oh wow, what's going on? And you know, have that on your radar and start paying attention. But uh, yeah, analytics need to cure. That makes any sense a little bit. That's my opinion on it. uh, Before you get too crazy and and we're in a world of instant gratification. I get it. Everybody wants, uh, you know, wants those views subs, whatever they want them now. Uh, I get it. But with analytics, be patient again. It's, it's over time be able to look for those patterns and and other things, um, budget you're up on, uh, staying focused and staying motivated and being able to easy, easy, being able to get over frustrations more easily by, I guess, staying focused and motivated. Go for it.
1: Sometimes it's hard. Um, you know, especially when you have stuff going on in your personal life outside of YouTube, that's got you down and, and you're just searching for a reason to get out there and make a video and whatnot. Uh, for me, what keeps me focused and motivated is there's there's a couple different sides to it. The first is on the live stream side, the right of the people, where we use first to defend the second. Um, that's you guys. It's that I know that I have a bunch of people that are going to be there watching that every week. You know, to some YouTubers, to some creators, some streamers, the number of people I have out there that watch that thing every week is nothing. Who gives a shit? It's only, you know, whatever. It's not not anything compared to what they get. But to me, it doesn't matter. I, I, I say this every week, and, and I say it because it's true. I mean it. It humbles and amazes me that on a Friday night, all the options people have, there are people that choose to stick that stick around watching that thing from start to finish, and I'm there for those those people. You know that's that's what keeps me doing it. Unless I have something where I just, you know what? Like last week, I had to get my ass out in the woods, or I was going to go Stark Raven madden climb a bell tower, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a that that was a Mike day. Right. I had to go out, get in the woods, get to camping, and and just recharge my batteries but generally speaking i do it even when i don't want to do it because you guys are out there and you like it that's why yep as far as my produced stuff you know that's that's a little bit more difficult because i don't have that connection with an audience with the re- with the produced stuff even though statistically speaking more people watch my produced content than they do my live sh- live shows Right. Um, but it's not that immediate, Hey, we're having this conversation like it is with a, with a live stream. I have to, I have to remember two things. I have to remember a, that despite all the rigmarole I talked about earlier of things that you have to do to prepare for it. And then the things that you have to do during it. And then the things that you have to do after it and the editing and all that, I still have to remind myself that despite all that garbage, This shit's fun, so get out there and have some fun with it. Right. And two, if that doesn't work, I switch it up. I do something different. You know, I've kind of been in that creative slump lately, and you know, I I I went out and I did that little live stream about setting a snare. You know, because I have this this survival class coming up, uh, on in April. So I went out and I did a little video on doing a snare, and then I went out this past weekend and did videos on um it wasn't live i have to edit this stuff on how to, just something stupid and simple like building a fire and then building a shelter and and stuff like that so you know switch it up cuz if to that's one of the beauties about the way i I've, I've made my channel is i can pretty much talk about anything outdoors related and it fits my channel so if i'm getting bored doing one thing or if i can't find ammunition <laughs> i can i can pivot and do something else and it kind of piques my interest a little bit and, and it gets me more back into yeah man i, I think i want to go out and do that right so you know switch it up if if you have the ability to do so if you haven't painted yourself into a corner that's that's one way to uh to do it just remind yourself that it's fun and if all else fails switch it up if you're bored with what you're doing do something else
0: yeah. Well, I would agree with that. I mean, I, you know, there's going to be like, like I said earlier, aside from these uh, podcast live streams and, you know, the the shorts videos, everything's been on the 2021 shooting sports event. And so all my editing predominantly has been with that, you know, focus on getting that out because that's time sensitive stuff. Who wants to see video from a 2021 event in 2023? What's the point of that? Or, you know, months and months after it happened? Um but, you know, I was earlier today, fact before we uh, before I kicked off this here live stream, I uh, was thinking about, you know, what now that that's kind of over, uh, got the last one produced and uploaded and everything today and in the queue, but uh, not public yet, but in the queue. And I thought, you know, OK, now I got to get back to several other things and I've got stuff I need to do, got stuff that, you know, I've got to commit with companies to do. But I think there's something that I want to do kind of for myself, and that involves a little bit of building, a little bit of uh, It's going to take some funds from the Patreon folks and uh, YouTube channel members that help out in the process of that. Spend a little bit of the money they so graciously have have thrown my way Uh, and. You know, just just a video I want to do, and uh, more or less a range improvement type thing. Uh, and then once I knock that one out, right? Since I'm in kind of a lull, not really, but creative wise, I'm in a lull because I had that backlog of event content. Um, it's that palette cleanser, which I think Rogue kind of kind of spoke to uh, earlier as well. So plans to doing that. At the end of the day, though, when we talk about staying focused and, and motivation, there's there's two aspects to it because I had um, I had a YouTube channel tied to my business prior to this one. Uh, and I even had firearm related content on that. Uh, I had videos from, uh, you know, 4-H trainings. I had videos uh you know, safety videos, some cleaning videos, uh, some repair videos, just, some, just a lot of different things, videos from competitions and other things. Um, when I started this channel is when, um, I started, we've already talked about it earlier in the show with, with you're not alone. Um, I was already kind of in the firearm community and I quickly realized the community is here and I love the community. I think that's, obvious at this point not it should be um and so it's a community it's the it's the people out there in the live chat it's those uh very loyal, very committed uh youtube channel members patreon patrons uh it is the people that email me on a regular basis uh there's varying levels of engagement with people out there um and you know it it's Anybody that engages with a channel more than just the occasional fleeting comment under a video, right? Uh, I got to say, that's what keeps me going. Um, And I take cues from them a lot of times. The, you know, top five 1911s I wished I owned was, you know, kind of requested by one of those people. Uh, on, a, on a previous top five video. Uh, so there's that aspect that, that keeps me going. And I'll tell you another one that'll keep me going. Since I know I've got that engagement and I know I have at least to some extent a core audience out there. And then obviously the vast majority of my audience as it is with every channel is those fleeting people, those passerbys. But I know that I do have that, that core audience at least um, Is is working with the companies. Um I've got some great relationships with some great companies uh and being able to work with them to spread the word about call me a shill, I don't care. Uh but when you know I'm spreading the word about a product that I believe in, a company that I believe in. Um if I'm just doing a video review or something like that, that's one thing. But at which point you start seeing giveaway items from a company, you start seeing multiple videos on the company. You hear me mention their name multiple times. Maybe there's a Facebook post or a Instagram post or something like that. Community tab post on YouTube. Um, you know, it's probably a company I've got a really good relationship, and there's a reason. It's not because they pay me. I can assure you. Uh, it's because I believe in their products. We need the firearm industry. What good is having a second amendment if we don't have fun toys and things to, um, practice said second amendment, uh, quite honestly, how boring would that be? Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's just the dynamic. And I mean, that's part of the industry side. The companies are part of the firearm community, I think, or the way I view it, uh, just as much as, um, as the viewers and the other creators, uh, colleagues, is uh, the term I like to use, regardless of whether they're they're large or small, uh, and all of that in combination sort of uh, sort of keeps us going. So um, now, Fred out there, uh, he's uh, he's had a couple of great questions uh, along this lines. He said, "Can switching gears and content posted hurt subscriptions uh, and views if it's done too often?" Gun video. Uh, gun video, gun video, gun video. Then a target review, then a shooting video, then a gun video. Um, I say, and we'll run this one through the. Uh, we'll run this one through the panel, and then we've also got another one from Critique. This I want to run through, so we weren't quite done. Uh, we've got some questions out there, but uh, let's run. Uh, let's run Critique this first because he was the first, and that that hits on the motivation thing and what he says is have you ever experienced getting over motivated or hyper focused on content um i have i'll answer this one first um i have i think i probably was and still am with the event content because it was time sensitive and had to get out um and i don't think that's healthy i think if you do that for too long of a time you're going to burn yourself out and i think it also can have implications and ramifications in your personal life if you don't keep that that balance right to everything um budget i'll bring you back in on that since that was kind of addressed to you um uh, you ever experienced getting over motivated or hyper focused
1: only when i'm working an event and it's the same thing you know i get there to the event i'm there all day doing content running from booth to booth to booth, mm-hmm. talking to people, talking to people, talking to people. Talking to people. And I'm there all day, maybe even the next day to at yeah. cleanup, you know, doing, doing this event. Then I get home and I'm editing video after video, after video, after video, after video, after video on this event, mm-hmm. because it is time sensitive because no one gives a shit six weeks from now. What happened at the NRA meeting?
0: Right. Right. You know, so yeah.
1: And, and then you get, all this content out and then you're
0: like damn right i still but gotta
1: a, do i still gotta do x y and z now
0: right <laughs> so, but at least that's a light at the end of the tunnel scenario when yeah. it's an event you know what i mean because it's like you know that you're gonna go to that event you know you're gonna hustle during the event you know you got to get the content out but then you know you things are gonna settle down once that happens right yeah. uh that's with me all this last week i've been to there two weeks was two weeks now yeah uh, i've been just balls to the wall and uh i'm like okay i gotta get i want to get these done i want to get these done so i was hyper focused on getting them done not for the sake of you know being hyper focused or you know just wanting to work run at 180 for two weeks but knowing that i could get back to kind of a somewhat normal schedule once i did yeah. uh, which is nice uh rogue what about you you have problems hyper focus and that sort of thing
3: uh, I'm in it now. Uh, I'm very hyper focused. And, you know, I get into my weekend and um, I finally sit down at three o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. And and this just happened this past weekend. And I said to my wife, I go, where'd the weekend go? She goes, you've been down editing video all weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, you know, and. And I've been going this way. I think I said in my my earlier where I jumped the gun that I've been going pretty strong for for a while now of producing video, but now I have a backlog that I'm going to coast for a little bit. Weather's starting to turn nice and I'm going to coast for a little bit on my backlog content and just kind of enjoy life for a couple weeks.
0: Right. Uh, Papa?
2: No, I usually don't get too too hyper-focused on stuff. Now, maybe I'll do that when we go to, uh, um, yeah, Wichita this spring. I'm, I'm excited for that show. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think early on I had some videos where I got hyper-focused where I was ending up with 45-minute, hour-long videos, mm. and I soon discovered later to you know, break that up, you know, go through the process and get four or five videos out of it instead of one, one long one. Right. But, uh, you know, I think the Martini Henry was kind of that way where I was gifted the gun. Now I need to find out, okay, how do I reload for it? Where can I find the components? Uh, and, and that one ended up being four or five videos.
0: Right. Right. Uh, yeah, critique out there is saying that he went hyper in the beginning and now he feels like he's a slacker. Um, you know, th- there's nothing wrong with like when you're starting a channel out, when you're, especially if you're fairly new. Uh, there's nothing wrong with dumping content and banging it out and getting as much as you can because uh, building a catalog um, is is pretty important, especially if you're talking about evergreen content and all of that. It, it's a whole different subject that we've uh, had previous shows on before. But, um, you know, I'm 1,600 videos or something on the channel. Um, and, you know, the cumulative effect of the advertisers money, whatever revenue, the views, the watch time, the, you know, it's pretty sweet, even though I'm no bigger channel than I am. Um, just simply because of that. So there are, there are some fruits of that labor. Uh, but I think it's, it's important to realize you can't run 90 to nothing, 24, seven, uh, rich, let you jump in on this one here. Uh, what about being uh, too motivated or staying hyper focused?
4: See that—that's the best way. It's uh, one all right. I don't like to create videos with anybody else around, so I like to do it when nobody's home. So uh, my work ends at three o'clock on Friday. So if if I'm alone in the house, I can do whatever I want without anybody disturbing me. In the best way, I do it is when I'm completely focused. I'm like I get an idea in my head, I shoot the content, I edit it, and I get it out, mm. like, back-to-back, back, bang, bang, bang. Because right. if if I don't edit and produce the content within a day of shooting it, I'm not going to go back and do it. Wow.
0: That's interesting. Um, so, yeah, let's jump over to Fred's here, uh, and then we'll try to get tech out of there. Before we do that, critique this, drop down a, I'm guessing that's a sticker. Uh, but a laughing lemon head. So that's interesting. I kind of wished I had some lemon heads right now. Uh, not really conducive to my uh, diet and everything, but uh, that's what I thought when he threw that sticker. But yeah, $5 super chat sticker, whatever. Appreciate it, bro. Um, so Fred out there, he's, he's, I'll go back to his question here. And he says, can switching gears uh, in content uh, posted hurt subscription and views if it's done too often? Gun video, gun video, gun video, then a target review, then a shooting video, then a gun video. Rope. Uh, Ro? Uh, yes and no.
3: <laughs> so, yeah. um, yes, it can, because what if you are doing gun video, gun video, gun video, and then suddenly your current events, and then you drop current events and go back to gun video? Yeah. Uh, for me, I like to say that I have two seasons, you know, I have the winter content and the summer content. Well, if anybody has been watching the the channel uh, this year, that's slowly changing. Um, and there's been a lot of product videos between the gunsmithing videos. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get out of that two season content where it's, here's some products, oh, and here's a gun video. You know, here's a, here's a gunsmithing video. So I'm slowly working my audience into used to you know mixed content so don't jump back and forth too often um you could you could alienate your audience and your loyal people that started with you right but i don't think it's i don't think it's a problem if you do it slowly if that's what you're interested in as a content creator go after it just slowly ease everybody into it
0: right uh rich what do you think about that about
4: changing content?
0: Yeah. He's saying gun video, gun video, gun video, target review, shooting video, gun video. All right. I'm
4: absolutely the worst at this out of everybody here uh, because I do cars, tech, and firearms on my right. channel and political opinion. So I, I'm more of a lifestyle channel than a gun channel, right. which I'm hoping to remedy this year. Right. So yeah there there are people that are in my channel for tech uh and not not firearms and uh you know maybe it's a car content and not either of the above so right right yeah I, i'm i'm really
0: bad that way All right uh budget
1: oh hell i wasn't even muted wow i'm shocked um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not if it's related to what your main channel content is. That's kind of been the premise behind my entire channel from the get-go is that I do these gun reviews. I do knife reviews. I do hatchet reviews. I do bag reviews. I do any kinds of outdoor gear reviews. Uh, I do bushcrafting videos. I do camping stuff, you know? I think I do hunting videos. You know, I... If it's related, there's a lot of crossover, so that allows you to do different things and and still keep your interest up, but it still plays into the related interests of your audience. Um, If you go from doing like gun videos to makeup videos, you may have a bit of a problem. Just not that I'm passing a value judgment on makeup videos. It's just I'm passing a value judgment on the absolute difference. Of the two subjects i mean you're going way outside your main niche you're not necessarily going to get your audience to be like what and go with you they're not necessarily going to get it or the new audience you find with the makeup video might look at your main stuff and go what so yeah right i think Um, if you
0: keep it related you're good yeah uh papa
2: yeah, I think if you keep it related within a field, you're okay. Um, you know, I do gun reviews, I do gun content. You know, as long as it's firearm related, I'm comfortable doing it on the channel. Um, early in the channel, I did some automotive stuff, but that's going to go. That's going over someplace else uh, to play around with. But I think you know. I think if if I was doing guns and an automotive, you know, that might have a a, a problem with some some people. But uh, as long as you keep it, yeah. you know. Like firearms channel, firearm related. I think you're fine with whatever direction you go.
0: Right. Um. I kind of fall into a similar situation. I think is rich, and it's because of this particular show. Uh, I have long held the belief that one of the reasons my subscriber base is not more than it is is that this particular show, and probably doing lives and podcasts more than produce or as much as I do right? Instead of just focusing on produce content, um, keeps my subscriber base as low as it is. I don't think, I don't think you suffer by doing that. I don't think you suffer from view loss as much as you do. Lack of subscriber gain. I don't I'm not even going to say subscriber. I'm not even going to say subscriber loss, right? Because, um, as long as you're putting out those those gun videos, I mean, I don't necessarily people, they may not watch something different, um, but, you know, is that going to be conducive to somebody subscribing? Mm, I don't know. Um, and somebody said it earlier, and it's true that subscribers don't matter, right? Um, so I think as long as it's, it's staggered appropriately, I think as long as it's... Um, within the same realm. Um, and at some point you've got a way, you know, we've all talked about it being having, hang you know, up it being fun and creating the kind of content we want to create. And, you know, a lot of different facets of it tonight. Um, uh, and I think ultimately, am, am I prepared to give up this particular show, uh, in order to gain X number of views a month more or X number of subscribers? I, I don't know. Um, Somebody would have to be able to foretell the future enough to guarantee me that now, if they said, Hey, you, you drop the studio, and we can guarantee you you'll be a million subscribers by the end of 2021. You know what? I might have to weigh out dropping the studio podcast, this, this show for that, right? But nobody's gonna, let's be realistic, nobody's gonna be able to guarantee me that, right? Um, and so with that being said, I think the value of doing this and the enjoyment of doing this and everything else is. Is worth it just because that's that, that's an unknown it's a possibility uh same goes when i do a and i don't do very much and i certainly don't do it in the sky falling fashion and everything else when i do some type of 2a to say hey here's what's going on with this legislative issue or whatever right a semi sort of political uh i certainly don't get off into the political with partisan politics and Really, anything outside the realm of, of Second Amendment at all, which means it still applies at least to to some extent. So, um, well, I think Rogue was one that said yes and no, <laughs> and and I agree with that. It's it's like yes and no, but with the example I think that you gave, gun video, gun video, gun video, gun video, target review, still related to guns, shooting video, obviously related to guns. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's it's as big of a deal there. Uh, as it would have, uh, as it would be otherwise. Uh, what was that, Papa? You wanted to follow up? Jump in here.
2: Yeah, I, I had one little follow up. I think early in my channel, I did. I was doing some car stuff, some car repair stuff, and those were actually getting more views than my gun-related stuff. So I think in growing, you know, when you're a small channel, that was something that helped me me grow a little bit, bring in a few more um, views, watch time. Uh, But, you know, as I kind of plateaued and and got settled in, it just became a firearms channel. So I think it's something you can use maybe if you're small and you're trying to grow, trying to get content out there, trying to get uh, YouTube to the algorithm to see that, hey, you're making content and people are watching. That may be okay. But once you get get established, I think you just kind of settle into. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Ms. Jesse out there says, "What you mean I can't do makeup and guns?" And I think you could totally do makeup and guns. I think that makeup and I mean uh, cooking and guns. I, I think there's a lot of things that uh, you could do on a channel in a fashion that would that would cross over pretty well. Um, and honestly, I would like to see. I mean, when you're doing that, you're getting more exposure for the firearm lifestyle and culture and everything else out there. So you know, I honestly I would like to see more people that can that could try that and effectively do that right i eat sleep breathe live pretty much at this point all firearms so it's kind of hard for me to i can't think of anything else that i could start another channel and of course if i started another channel i'd pull focus from this one uh defense dad says unless you have great relationships with sponsors or are independently wealthy the small uh, channels can't afford uh, to review gun after gun, so varying the content is a necessity, uh, and that's an absolutely great point. None of this is free. A lot of people lose sight on the you know, about that uh, occasionally, especially the 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 those drive-by viewers. They they just I mean, YouTube is free. They can jump on and watch something for free, and they just think that you create content for free. And maybe for some people, it is right. No, we're um,
2: just all YouTube millionaires because we're on YouTube, right?
0: Right. All that sweet, sweet ad money, man. Uh Fred out there, no question or, or anything else. I guess because he's been dropping those awesome questions. He felt the need to super chat. But thank you, bro. Uh five bucks from Fred out there. Appreciate it. Ozzy's jumping in saying Bark at the Moon, coming in late, or just now saying something, one of the two. Um so yeah, I think we're uh I think we're closed up with that let's uh clean the studio up and get the heck out of here on a uh, on a thursday night we've been going over two hours this is one of the quintessential nerd chats we got out a little early last week didn't happen this week that's okay though uh hopefully nobody got frustrated setting through this live stream hopefully you're out there and you're in replay you haven't gone two hours and it's built your frustration hopefully we've uh, helped you understand that you're not alone in those frustrations uh and you know some of the things to look for tips tricks ways to deal with uh, certain things. so let's run this through the panel give me your final uh, final thoughts if you have them and obviously plug anything you need to plug uh we'll kick it off with mr rich take it away
4: Wow. Uh, so, I guess I'm more active on Instagram than anything. My website's flyingrich.com and you can find all my social media links there. Uh, my Instagram is rich underscore official. Uh, realistically, I'm just looking forward to hanging out with some guys and going shooting.
0: All right. Thanks for uh, being here, Rich. appreciate it. Um, budget.
1: Hey, thanks for the invite, Clover. Uh, glad to be here on this show, as always. As I said at the beginning, this was the start of my uh, live streaming. And uh, so, you know, I'll always be on this one if I can. Uh, you guys can find me here on YouTube at Budget Guns and Gear Reviews. You can also find me at budgetgunsandgear.com. Uh, I also do, I write for gear and on my own website, you can find me on pretty much all the social media at Budget Guns and Gear. Uh, I have some stuff coming out. Um, I have to. I have a bunch of videos that I have to edit, you know, the bushcraft stuff. I also have a uh, review of the Mantis te- X-10 Elite. I have to edit that. Um, I have to edit an unboxing video I did for these two knives that I'm going to be doing a full review on from bastion edc gear and uh you know i i'm gonna have some of that different stuff coming on like you know maybe a sword review or two and uh definitely later this year i'm gonna be doing some kayak videos because i'm planning planning to buy one so uh we'll get out on the water and maybe do some kayaking and some fishing with you guys so a lot of exciting stuff coming up for, for us this year
0: cool Thanks for uh, hopping in, bro. Appreciate it. Oh no problem. Uh, Papa, you're up.
2: Thanks for having me. Great conversation. You know, get out there. Uh, just start filming. Start putting content out there. The more content you get out there, the bigger your channel can be. Uh, the people are, you know, looking for that. Um, you know, and you don't have to spend a whole lot of money. Your cell phone. I started off with a little point and shoot digital camera. Um, there's all kinds of ways to do it without spending a whole ton of money. But uh, I'm excited. I've got about six videos that I've got filmed I need to edit, but I've got a lot of content coming up.
0: Uh, Rogue, you're up.
3: Well, it's always fun to get on this show. Um, It just makes you think uh, as a panelist because you just have no idea what's going to pop up in the chat. So thanks for having me on. Um, Guys, look, it, i've been there it gets frustrating being a content creator especially when you're new and you want to grow and and you think you're you should be going faster lean on your community yep. um, any one of us will help you out just all you got to do is just reach out uh, i've been there clover i reached out to clover and he's helped me out so much uh, everybody's is is great here so don't be afraid to ask for help don't do it on your own um, if, if you can learn from somebody else's mistakes, do it.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, why, uh, why go through the trials and tribulations if somebody that's been there for before can tell you which puddles to avoid and sure tr- tr- fallen trees to jump, right? Exactly. Um, for, uh, for
3: me, you can reach me in just about any social media. Just look for the rogue Banshee. You can even just Google the rogue Banshee. You'll find me, you'll find my website, you'll find my YouTube channel, Um, like Mike and Clover, I also write for gear-report.com. Um, and like Mike, I also write stuff on my own webpage. So, uh, so definitely, uh, go check that out if you, so if you're so inclined right now, uh, we have the seven days of, uh, of the Mantis laser Academy. So each day is a, a new video about the laser Academy. And, uh, and I have a, uh, uh, on my community tab, I have a poll going to see if we're gonna do another product video or if we're gonna get back to taking guns apart. So go out to my community tab, check that out, and there is a blooper video that is only available on that community tab. so go check that out. Thanks for having me on.
0: you bet and um, yeah, I want to uh, I want to remind everybody that first I want to apologize for, you know, so much of the of the shooting for show content, <laughs> you've got another week to put up a video drops for that. That's it. I promise you. Uh, after that, we will get back to the regular regularly scheduled programming, which is all kinds of different things uh, on the channel. And by that time, it's something that I should have mentioned at the top of the show, but I'll mention it now. And if you want more information, um, hit me up. Uh, clovertech at gmail.com or media at clovertech.com but um, when I type it out in the chat I like to use the gmail because it's a little more easily regulated Uh, but yeah clovertech at gmail.com not only if you're a creator and want to get on the invite list I'll send invites out to good lord it's probably 20 people at least on that list Uh, and whoever shows up shows up and uh, can jump in this conversation Uh, but also um, if you're interested in uh, the Largest gun show in the world, the Wanamaker Tulsa Arms Show. Uh, talked to the, the lady, Carrie Wanamaker, uh, who is the, the original man that started. It's his daughter who runs it now. But talked to her just uh, a few days ago. Uh, and we typically have been, we being a collection of creators, uh, typically go there, work media for the show uh but i got in touch with her we've got a table at the show uh we've got uh media passes for the show a limited number but we do have some uh and all that kind of stuff so if you want to experience that get your feet with uh you're know, working some type of a show the largest gun show in the world is a great one let's say right now to, to start with and it's in tulsa so uh get with me that's april I think 10th and 11th or 11th and 12th. I'm going to go check now. Uh, 10th and 11th. Yeah, I was right. So that's April 10th and 11th. So if you're around or can make that trip or whatever, then uh, yeah, get in touch with me. And uh, we've got possibly a few, a few passes uh, left that are not taken up. I know I'll be there working that as well. Uh, a bunch of other folks. Uh, Also, as far as the CloverTech podcasts, which happen at random with with, uh, all sorts of firearm industry and uh, uh, activists and whatever type guests, we got uh, Walt Anderson, a young buck with some uh, very interesting uh, takes and arguments and uh, tactics when it comes to the Second Amendment. Uh, We're going to have a conversation with Walt, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, I think that happens at 3 eastern and all of this is scheduled on the channel by the way and then we've got diana Muller. if you don't know diana Muller, uh dc project uh has spoken before congress multiple times um next wednesday we'll uh record a podcast live with her anytime we fire at one of those CloverTech podcasts just like here uh, on the studio or the lounge or whatever you've got the opportunity to participate in the chat you've got the opportunity to ask questions of the guest. Uh, and all that good stuff. So I invite you to jump into any one of those uh, moving forward. Uh, as far as here on the studio right now, we are uh, out of here. So until next week, stay nerdy.